You're listening to the Mile You're In podcast. Everything running related from 100 meters to 100 miles. And now here's your host, Phil Patterson Jr. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. It's another episode of the Mile You're In podcast. Uh, a couple quick announcements. Um, I'm sorta, kinda, just a little bit, maybe back on social media. I got a Twitter, I got an Instagram, but they're specifically for the podcast. Nothing personal is really gonna get posted on there other than what I talk about on the podcast, but I really created it just to have a page for advertising, promoting, as well as reaching out to potential guests for future episodes. Um, so I'll put the, the links in the show notes for you guys if you want to follow. Also, I opened up the Patreon page in case anyone wants to start supporting again, which shout out to my three original supporters. They're back, uh, back as if they never left. Uh, the anonymous, the one that wants to remain nameless. Uh, shout out to you as well as Becky from Miami and Francine from Pembroke Pines. Thank you three for continuing to support me despite the long break. Um, I, I truly appreciate that. Getting right into this, this this won't be a long episode. Um, I I don't want to drag it out too too much, but this weekend I was kind of inspired to do this. Um, I was part of my job is to volunteer at races locally and i was at this race uh, it's called the run for beagle and it's a 5k 10k uh in in honor of scott beagle who was the cross-country coach at douglas who was killed during the shooting five years ago and it kind of just brought back some memories because i was there uh, not at the school but just down the street about a mile away um you know it was tough it was a regular day for me. I came into work at 10 o'clock. Um, at 2 o'clock, my co-workers changed shifts. So uh, I was working with uh, my friend Lauren, co-worker Lauren. And, I, I, you know, I, I just remember, you know, it's 2 o'clock. I'm catching her up on how things have been. It, it had been fairly busy up to that point and just kind of telling her what had gone on, any changes since the last time her and I worked together, whatever, whatever, whatever. Things started getting slow. And, you know, that's normal. In, in, in retail, things go up and down. Sometimes they're steady the whole day. Sometimes it's slow all day. Sometimes it's up and down, whatever. So we, we're just kind of sitting there observing the parking lot, um, kind of people watching. And we start noticing... Uh, a lot of sirens you're, you're seeing cop cars go by and fire trucks go by and ambulances go by and it's like okay well you know unfortunately down here in florida that that's normal too you know there's a lot of accidents and and just stupid things that go on and we didn't think nothing of it until you start seeing people pulling up in the parking lot and kind of like either speed walking or running towards like the direction of the highway, which, which is also where the school is. And that's not normal. 
Um, you don't see that. People park in the parking lot and they go to the stores. You don't see people going that way. Um, especially because it's not a very safe place to try to walk with the highway expressway right there. Um, it's kind of a, a tough area to cross on foot. So still not thinking anything of it, but I, I, you know, the more I was seeing it and then you start seeing kids walking at a very fast rate and, and jogging. And also that you don't normally see that many. Typically, they're, they're getting on their school buses and they're going wherever. So it's just like all the, the odd things that were taking place uh, gave me the, the just the idea to look on our local news websites. And the first one I pulled up, there it was, like a live feed of what was going on. And I mean, we were shocked. We were like speechless, to be honest. And what kind of made it crazy was that as we were watching because eventually we pulled up we were kind of rotating between the local sun sentinel uh channel 7 and channel 10 websites um just kind of seeing each of their footage and and just seeing who could give us like an update or more information on what was going on you started realizing that with the helicopter footage that they were showing like the live helicopter feed like our store is right there now our store like if you go by street it's about a mile away but like in distance it's probably like a quarter maybe a half a mile away um, it's just like with the highway and canals and, and things like that it's it's closer in distance than it is if you actually have to walk or go by vehicle to to get to each other so we you know we could see like our our um, plaza in the, in the helicopter footage and we could see like everything that was happening around us the, the the parents running from our plaza the kids running from the school towards our plaza we could see all this stuff going on and it just made it like very like surreal and and because it almost felt fake like a dream but like you're watching this and you're looking out the window and seeing what you're seeing on the live feeds and it's just like wow this is really happening and eventually as they caught the shooter and they're loading him into the ambulance to escort him towards whatever facility they were taking him i i looked to lauren my co-worker and i said that's that's right there on the corner. That's down the street. They're coming this way. And anyone who ha who followed me at the time on Facebook, you may remember I went on Facebook. I went on Facebook Live and I walked outside the store a couple feet into the parking lot and had footage of him being escorted right by our store. It was like everything happened right there because there was, you couldn't get any closer. The way they had things blocked off, um, that, you know you couldn't get any closer and if you tried to go any of the other ways there's really nowhere you could like park other than the side of the road so most people were coming to our park like our, um, our the parking lot of our plaza because it was the closest you could get and actually park correctly and just uh, what a like crazy day and uh, it's, it's unfortunate um, you know 
again, I'm not gonna go into it long. You could do the research, look up what happened and it's tough, but being at the race, um, you know, just seeing the support, uh, the funds go towards a camp for um, underserved and at-risk kids. Um, it, it's, it's a, you could look it up. I'll put the link to the, to the race that also has all the other information in there in case you did want to donate to the, to the fund, the memorial in his honor, Scott Beagle. Um, but while I was there, um, you know, because a lot of, a lot of the local running community came out, um, again, this, this touched everyone in the community. Uh, I ran into two of my friends, really good friends. Um, their daughter, uh, was supposed to go to Douglas and could have been there that day when it happened. Um, I got to talking to them, just catching up with things and, and decided to interview them for this episode so we could talk about this and get their perspective of it. We also talked about, uh, we touched on the, the run clubs that they're in, um, one of the running accessories or devices. I'm not sure what the terminology would be for it, but you'll, you'll hear about it in a, in a moment. Um, but we just, we just kind of stepped away from the event after they had run the race and, and just had a little chat. So I wanted to let you guys listen to it. I do want to let you know in advance. Uh, again, we were, it, it was, it was a lot of people, about 700 people were out there. They had music going, they had stuff, you know, the after party of any race, um, as you, as you can imagine, if you've been to one. So there are going to be a couple times. It's hard to hear what we were saying. Um, so I apologize about that. I tried to get the best quality I could. Um, but, um, I want to let you guys listen to the interview now and then I'll just come back and just finish up with, with something I wanted to add to this. All right. I'm here with my favorite couple of South Florida, my favorite running couple. I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. So tell, tell everybody your name, where you guys are from. Hello, Corey Brown here in Parkland, Florida. And I'm Darius Brown here in South Florida. My wife, Corey Brown, again. So how long How long you guys been running? My goodness. Um, I would say at least 12 years. Yeah, about 12 years. About yeah. 12 I, years I really we've been running. Run. Mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe even 13 for me because I um, got him into running. I was just going to say who was first. So, yeah, so were, you, were you reluctant? Were you... No, it, I wouldn't really, it just, it just happened to fall, you know, when she needed me to kind of assist him when she was running in the evening. So then all of a sudden I just got hooked and then just kept on running from there. So now, who, whose idea was it to do the tries? My idea. My so, idea to do tries because I wanted to do something different. I always been in my bucket list because I know of some friends that always did Ironman. They used to go to South Africa and, and stuff like that. And I thought it really was a something just some far out at first. To, from, I was like, man, I won't be able to do nothing like that. So I was just wanting to know what it was like. And then I got here in Florida and I started seeing people doing other like Ironmans, like tries and small tries and five, you know, sprints and stuff like that. I was like, okay, let me try it. So that means the next thing he's going to have to do is 100 miles. Wow, let's start with the, let's start with the 50K, no, see, which is that's a 30 okay, Let's far, start far, there. Far, 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 far. Let's start with the 50K, if you know. Yeah. That's what, what's the 50K? 
31 point something okay, ish, okay. something like that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm gonna do, I, okay. okay. I'm going to try out with that. I draw baby steps. You're trained with Phil. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so first I want to talk about these these boots, these mm -hmm. fancy boots you got on. So yeah. what are these? These are called rebound boots. And rebound boots are a form of exercise. They um, absorb 80% of the impact off of your joints. So they're really healthy for joint management. And then um, they help you burn 25% more calories when you're doing your workout. It um, increases the um, cardiovascular health and it um, helps to cleanse the lymphatic system. Um, it was designed about 40 years ago as a rehab, but then about 25 years ago, it morphed into a form of exercise. Um, so it's great for those of us who run for cross training because when we're trying to do something that's less impactful on our joints from running, um, rebound boots really has been great for me. Okay. And, they, and they make you taller. So they do. I'm yeah, taller for that. Yeah, because you always want to be tall. <laughs> and then another thing that I'm big on is the singlets you guys got on. So talk about the groups that you guys are running with. Well, the group right now I run with is called uh, BMR, Black Man Run. It's a group that started in Atlanta uh, about uh, 2008. Uh, what, 2009. Um, Women are always right. They know yeah. that. No, we're 2009. Sorry. Yeah, we, we're, you're 2013. This is your 10th oh, anniversary. Oh, that's right. 2013. Oh, that's uh, 2013. Here's our 10-year anniversary. Yes. Edit that part. There's some guys, a couple guys that started for so there's a need. They never, they always went running, but never saw a lot of African Americans. Yeah. So they felt there was a need, and um, they started to run, you know, uh, key toward you know our health and uh, in the health and wellness in our community. So they got together, and now we're like in uh, in all over the world now. Basically, we just we do have some now. We just heard, I just heard on our meeting, we have some people in uh, a group in Japan. There's nice. like a few people in Japan. Uh, we just picked up. Uh, uh, Denver, Denver is strong. Denver about a few years, three about about a couple years. Denver, uh, so we're really starting to go around, be global, and everything. So we are we're doing it up now. So we might have to also do a spinoff, uh, uh, BMRU, Black Men Run Ultras, because oh. there's not a there's not a lot of no. black no. men and women in ultra running. No, not at all. They're so starting to get to the trail. That's the next thing right. they're yes. venturing to now. But you're yeah. right. Um, there's not in, yeah. or black women we're, we're part of black girls run mm -hmm. and we started in 2009 in yeah. Atlanta yeah. so we're in our 14th year anniversary and just like BMR we're across the um, world and um, our mission was to really impact the health and wellness and the health disparities that impact African-American women and to really um, bring us together collectively to try to really focus in on our health. Um, and so we have chapters all across, I said, the world, um, many states. So here, even in the state of Florida, there's several chapters that span from um, the panhandle all the way down here to South Florida. And we do meetups. Um, our, both our activations are via social media. So you are a part of a group within your social, your Facebook group, um, and then of course a part of the national group. And it really has been to bring community together. We're both our groups are both about community. Um, BMR say they're not a run club; they're a, a club that make that's making social impact changes. Same with um, you know BGR. We really are about the health and wellness and the movement. And that's 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 important because a lot of these groups they just run. Yeah, that's it. They just yeah. which is nice. You get people active. You get mm -hmm. people in shape and healthier but mm -hmm. if you can do other things outside of just running yes. and make an impact in the community and yes. that's why we're here today to run for Beagle you know it's it's yeah. been 
five years now? It has been since, five years, since yes. Since the, the Stoneman Douglas shooting? Yes. And what, what was that like for you guys being local in, in the area at the time? Well, it was um, unreal. Uh, we That day, I just left our home here in Parkland to go pick up our daughter, um, who that would have been her ninth grade class. Um, and she was going to Stoneman Douglas, um, and then we ended up sending her to Pompano Beach High School, which is an all-magnet school here. Left the house that, that day to go pick her up. It was Valentine's Day. They didn't have track practice, so we were going to pick her up, take her out to dinner. And as soon as I pulled in the parking lot, I started getting my phone just started ringing. And friends calling, where is she? Where is she? He's like, where is, who are you talking about? They said, where is your daughter? Where is Maya? And forgetting that she didn't go there. They thought she was at Stoneman. Right. And um, that, I said, what are you talking about? And they were like, it's a shooting. I said, no, you're some, that has to be a hoax. You're, what are you talking about? Right. Then from there, the floodgates opened. And soon she came out the building. They knew, she knew. And unfortunately lost some friends from um, middle school because she went to Westlake's middle school and had lost some friends. And so it was very impactful to our community. And I'll never forget going as close as I could to Stoneman and just praying and just staying there for hours, just praying. And like where the news people were, that's as far as you could get. And um, just praying and really just pleading. It has changed our community, um, absolutely. We were 12 square mile community, you know, very peaceful, using that word, you know, subjectively. But um, now it has really exposed us in a way that um, had never intended. And I know like for you, you and I now twice uh, so where, where I work, we have the run club, yes. and the route takes us by the school. I know every time I go by there, it, you almost get chills. It, 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 so what's it, that it, like for you when you run by like, there like or when wife. you cycle by there? Well, like my wife said, it's always not a moment when you go past the school, you don't think like, wow, these kids, these 17, are not even here anymore. Right. And I always think about that, and I think about my daughter not being there. I could have, she could have been there. Right. You know, we did go to the middle school, but she could have been there, and it could have been any one of our kids. It could have been any one of us there. And uh, every time I go past this, it does. Every morning I drive past it to go to work, and it's like, wow. You know, people waking up without their kids anymore. I mean, did I? No, no. I mean, did I kiss my daughter before she left? You know, did I kiss my husband, my wife before I left? You know, you it makes you kind of cherish your, you know, your. your life, you know, and the person you yeah. with. Mm-hmm. So you like, hey, before I leave, make sure I love you. I give a kiss. You know, it's like, man, this is life. It's it's gone like yeah. that. Right. No one, so, no one expected their child on Valentine's Day. Yeah, no. Not to come back home, too. right? Yeah. No, that was not the the. So it has ever that day has ever been impacted for them. Yeah. You know, and, and, um, and even me, like talking to other people, it's like that's a day where you share love and now in this community it's yes. it's a whole different mm-hmm. a whole the day's different. unfortunately been ruined yes right. yeah yep. it's, it's kind of always going to be mm-hmm. like that so just the before we wrap it up how was i know you did the 10k you did the 5k <laughs> what uh how, how was it i know this is a this race started a lot later than most races so <laughs> yes, very very hot today so <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna complain. I know we was up last night doing a, uh, we had to do uh, official, we was officials at uh, a track and field event. So we was up there from like 7:30 or 8 o'clock in the morning to probably 7, 8 o'clock. So you know, my top, my legs were a little tired, but it wasn't bad. It was a good route. You know, it was just I was just a bit tired. Sun did come up pretty fast. So, uh, but uh, overall, it was good. It was nice. You know, I can't complain. You know, it was just I was just a little tired. Legs were a little tired. 
And then, I mean, we, got, and and then we got the little kangaroo over yeah, here. Yeah, I did my, uh, <laughs> I ran in my boots and it was familiar route because this is our community. This right. is what we run. So it's definitely a familiar route. And it was nice to see the people walking, running, you know, and me, kangaroo, uh, in my kangaroo boots. Um, it did get warm. I cannot complain. I can't. I cannot say it did not. Um, especially for those of us like you, Phil, who trained early morning. Phil already did 16 miles today, just so you know. Um, uh, it before was supposed, he got here, it was supposed to be 25, <laughs> but I kept hitting snooze. So, so I feel like I slacked it up. You have to get a run in before you go to work. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so um, he got. Uh, so it was. So we're up to you. You know, get used to no sun, and we're out there trying to get our miles in. So today that sun humbles you, you know, and it might, it's good for training because you never know your conditions right, yeah. when you're running. But I, I enjoy the camaraderie, definitely enjoy the community and camaraderie. So where where can where can everybody find Black Men Run, Black Girls Run? Where mm -hmm. you know there should be maybe bearded men run. Could I slit since I'm that not be, you know I'm not black, so I you know I, bearded men's run. Maybe I sneaked it in. <laughs> But now it's copyright. You may have something. Copyright infringement. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may have something. Yeah. I bet you get a whole bunch of Where Where can anyone that's listening find if they want to get involved and maybe join? And where can they find them on social media? So for us, blackgirlsrun.com is our website. And then we're on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram, official black girls run and then facebook black girls run okay. and you can connect into us um through that way all right yeah basically same thing but we're just basically like facebook right now black okay. man run south Florida. y'all are slacking yeah the women no, see the, the, you no, have the got, national group we got that well, we okay. do have a national black men group. run dot, um, dot org yeah dot org yeah mm -hmm. but or dot com, if they're trying to join or you know interest yeah so we, you can join that way join that way and then you go to our website Mm -hmm. All right, yeah. well, I appreciate you guys taking the time. I'll let you enjoy the rest of the fe no problem. festivities. Thank you for giving us the opportunity. Of yeah, course. <laughs> and, I, you know, I do listen to your talk. I'll be like, no, I can't like this. So I hope you guys enjoyed that little interview there. Um, their personalities. Very humble, very nice, uh, very kind, very generous couple. Uh, the family, I, I, as... Their daughter has grown up and now matured into a college student athlete. Um, I've got to talk to her a little bit more. And um, she's just like her parents. Um, that apple did not far, very fall, far, uh, can't even speak now. <laughs> that apple did not fall very far from the tree. Um, but just, again, like they said, and, and being at the event and, Every year now, unfortunately, when Valentine's Day comes around and I think about that that day, now that I have a son, um, I, I, it just really makes you, it's a reminder. It, it makes you grateful, appreciative, thankful. Um, sometimes we, we forget how blessed and, and lucky we really are and we take things for granted we just, we wake up, we do the routine that we had planned, if things go, you know, in a different direction, if we're flexible enough, we adapt and, and we keep going and we just, we do our best, but we, I don't think we always sit down and, and truly analyze, you know, I'm not saying you have to do this all the time, every day, but every once in a while, I think if we reset, if we really just 
sit down and think about the last couple of weeks or months or years and you know that's why you know something like social media honestly like I was just talking to somebody last night um, and I brought up the fact that I, I have a photo album of back when I used to wrestle and it was it was kind of like wow you got a photo album like like you don't I don't think those really exist much more these days like it's it's a thing of the past and it's sad because you know it, it's it yes social media makes it easier to share things and and in a way you can keep these things stored in the cloud and and have them forever as well and and but you know like having memories to look back on really remind you you know again mentioning my son like i i'll look back sometimes at photos of photos of him along the the way to this point and it's like wow like sometimes i forget about the 102 days he spent in the hospital and on life support and coming home with an oxygen tank and it's just like now he's just full of health and full of life and just you would never know and I, i looked at you know i see some of the victims family members and you'd never know they they some of them have come in the store and i i don't you know i don't know all of them i don't remember all of them and my coworker lauren will tell me i think that's so and so or that was so and so and 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 you just you know time does heal and we all heal in our our own way um i just it just i see people and what they can overcome and and how they can still sh- share and spread love despite the hate in this world and it's just a reminder to to overcome hate don't let hate win um don't don't let hate change don't let hate change you and change who you are and and how you treat others but also to be grateful for what you have be appreciative of it um you know uh, every once in a while i'm reminded of my trips to haiti where i volunteered three different times um, after the earthquake and each one of those trips it just like it it humbled you it reminded you that you have so much that you take for granted and then you go over to a country like that who's struggling and they still seemed happier than you even with less than what you had the things that truly mattered were bringing them joy while the things that don't matter were bringing us depression and dissatisfaction i i just you know this morning i was out on a, a 32 mile run and it things just really sucked at the beginning um again i mentioned getting hit by a car recently and you know my knee and hip still are kind of i don't know I, i probably should get it checked out but they 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 feel a little awkward at times but once i get warmed up and loose uh it starts to feel better but this morning it just seemed like that wasn't happening and i've been dealing with this heel thing that i think is plantar fasciitis 
I hope not, but it just hasn't gone away since November. And I just, I was just getting frustrated. I was thinking about turning around and cutting it short. And I don't know, a mixture of knowing I was going to do this podcast and just thinking of other things that I was like, you know, there's so much to be grateful for. I'm still able to move. The pain is tolerable. Enjoy this, you know, do the best you can for those who can't, those who wish they could do what you're doing right now. Even even if it was just walking, you know, there are people that, that can't even walk that wish they could walk. You know, I throw out the fact of, of running, just the simple fact of being able to move by foot. So it's it's just a reminder to stop take a moment look around and and realize there's so much to be grateful for and be thankful for uh, and i think that'll change your attitude a little bit as you enter each and every day so until the next episode take that with you i do have a special guest plan for an episode next week to talk about some good things with running and health and and the physical body. Um, So stay tuned for that. But yeah, until the next episode, guys, just continue to show love, spread love. Don't let hate win. Thanks for listening to the Mile You're In podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure to like, share, and subscribe.